0: Welcome to Ground Truth, a Phantom Auto podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Ground Truth, a podcast from Phantom Auto. I'm your host, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the show. Today, we're discussing an exciting partnership between Phantom Auto and Mitsubishi Logis Next, and joining me to discuss the details of this partnership and what it means for the future of the warehouse floor is, first of all, Elliot Katz, co-founder and chief business officer at Phantom Audio. Elliot, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Absolutely thrilled to have you on the show. We're also joined today by Brian Marcuson. He is the Senior Director of AGV Sales for Mitsubishi Logis Next Americas. Brian, welcome to the program. Thanks for joining us. No, oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, I am pumped to have both of you guys on and to be discussing in a really exciting partnership uh, between your two companies. And so, Elliot, let's start off with you. Can you start off just by giving us the basics of this partnership between Phantom Auto and Mitsubishi Logis Next?
1: Sure, absolutely. So, we are honored to be working directly with Mitsubishi Logisnext to do a few different things. Integrate our software, leverage their dealer network for field service and maintenance, um, have phantom-powered forklifts built and shipped straight from the Logisnext factory floor, and uh, opportunities to deploy our solution to existing Mitsubishi Logisnext uh, customers. So it's a very exciting partnership, uh, that we are proud of and our, our, our customers are, are chomping at the bit to get involved.
0: Brian, is there any, uh, context you'd like to add from, from the Mitsubishi side of things? Just, uh, you know, the, the details of this partnership and then what you're excited about.
2: Well, I was going to say from the standpoint, Elliot kind of hit the high level pieces. I mean, what it does is leverage our capabilities within our manufacturing facilities and our ability to customize our forklifts to adapt. Um, them to accept the technology that uh, Fantomato has uh, developed and created. And then, um, you know, part of our business model in, a, in the material handling side is to populate the field with uh, product for our dealer network to take care of. So again, uh, putting products out there that are remote operated by Fantomato and the dealer network be capable of servicing them is a win-win for us and then um, you know the opportunity to help serve our customers that are looking to continue to improve and address uh, issues that they have with labor pools and other uh, challenges that they're seeing with, you know, with their w- warehouse operations.
0: Absolutely, so Brian, as a follow-up, where do you see this partnership b- providing the largest benefit to end users? Well, I think the, the biggest challenge that
2: pe- people have is the uh, just maintaining a labor force that's there every day and able to do the, the warehouse jobs um, there are multiple articles out in, uh, in the material handling industry about logistic warehouses not being able to fulfill jobs and there's hundreds of thousands of them going unfulfilled and with the continued expansion of uh, e-commerce and other platforms that are speeding uh, products to the market uh, from the standpoint of a single you know product or a box to go to a customer direct uh, the demands on uh, Logistics and and warehousing in general has increased uh, multiple times. So they're challenged with how do they address and keep that speed. So, this product that actually uh, Phantom Auto has created is uh, able to address that and allows you to, you know, remote operate a vehicle in one location, turn around and pop right over to a different location and and take care of uh, an issue or a movement there and be able to leverage a staff to be fully capable of actually sitting no different than we are right now at their desk in their office and work out on the factory floor, which would be a much more appealing job for a, a lot of folks than working in a hot, sweaty uh, warehouse.
0: That's a great point. Uh, Elliot, any follow-up to, to Brian's comments and, and what he sees as the benefits for the end users?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think in terms of our end user customers, the, the biggest issue, which Brian really hit on the head, is labor. Right. Uh, attracting and retaining labor to operate forklifts. And one of the things that is unique about our technology is we remove that geographic, uh, barrier to hiring, right? Uh, Formerly, our end user customers would only have the ability to hire people within commuting distance of their warehouses. And given the labor shortage in the space today, you're, you're looking at major gaps. I mean, our, our customers have sometimes hundreds of active positions that they need to fill. And so with our technology, with the ability, uh, you know, we have software integrated into Mitsubishi Unicarrier forklifts. Uh, you have the ability to hire anywhere around the country. Um, and what's unique about that is obviously there's a benefit that runs to our customers, the employers, because they are looking to uh, attract and retain talent, right? They need to fill these jobs, but also for people that are geographically isolated or coming out of the pandemic uh, looking for work, there's benefit running to the employee as well as they can do this job uh, from anywhere in the country.
0: So Elliot, what are the different applications for your unmanned uh, forklift
1: technology? Yeah, so there's really two ways that our customers are using our technology today. The first is for uh, autonomy edge cases. So say you have an AMR or an autonomous forklift, and it's, it's being deployed in your warehouse, a live warehouse environment where you have other vehicles, you have other humans, you have stuff on the ground. There's still many edge cases that exist today. And so with our technology, you have one human that is to be sitting anywhere in the country, remotely operating multiple autonomous forklifts at once. And anytime that those forklifts run into any sort of edge case, it could be as simple as, you know, paper shreds on the ground and it doesn't know what to do. It will come to a stop. And at that point, the remote monitor can remotely assist the autonomous vehicle, meaning, you know, give it a command, you know, a simple turn left, turn right. Yes, no, uh, stop, go, or uh, draw it a path to follow. And then the other thing that we can do if you're in a complex dealing with a complex or dynamic edge case is actually remotely drive the vehicle get it around whatever edge case or situation the autonomy cannot deal with, and then once in a better place, pass back control to the autonomous system. So that's one way that we work with our customers in terms of getting their autonomous forklifts deployed. The second way that we work with our customers is fully remotely operated forklifts. So this is one human operating one forklift at once. Um, And again, you can do so from anywhere in the country, anywhere in the world. And our customers are working with us on this application for three main reasons. The first one is health and safety, right? Our customers are looking to drastically reduce the amount of people they have physically inside their warehouses. Right now, it's a health risk with COVID, but also there's an ever-present safety risk, right? If you can remove this person from a potentially hazardous environment like a warehouse into an office building, it's a safety win. The second big driver here is labor accessibility. There's an acute labor shortage in the space right now. And we remove that geographic restriction to hiring so that formerly our customers could only hire within commuting distance of their warehouse. Now they can, their labor pool is the entire country, if not the world. And the third big driver here is productivity and efficiency. The ability to have remote drivers in a centralized digital driving center that can remote into any facility across the country as you're experiencing surges or overflows, uh, really leads to a massive productivity gain.
0: Uh, Brian, from your perspective, what made Phantom Auto and their technology the, the right partner for, for Mitsubishi Logis Next, uh, when it came to, uh, to this sort of application? Well, it's actually, uh, very
2: interesting because it's a unique solution from the, how they approach the challenge that, uh, Uh, people are trying to uh, address in terms of their labor force. Automation, in general, is a big buzzword, but there's still some limitations in terms of the applications that that can address. And there's still challenges in how you emulate the ability for a human to make a decision that is manually operating a vehicle rather than a robot, for the lack of a better word. So this actually kind of bridges those two areas in that sense and, and, and provides a solution that can go in and can address all applications because you have the uh, de- decision capability of a uh, human operating it and yet uh, the ability to flex that into multiple different applications fairly quickly. So that was that was an important piece. Uh, I mean part of my my role within Mitsubishi Logis next is to try to expand our our technologies and uh and our partners and this was an ideal uh fit for w- what we both needed from both sides of the equation here.
0: 100%. and on the flip side, Elliot, from your perspective, what excites you about partnering with a company like Mitsubishi Logis Next and what they're doing and the capabilities that they have?
1: Sure. So first just kind of dovetailing off of uh, what Brian said, you know there's there's two applications of our unmanned forklift technology. And the one is we have you know a group of customers that have come to us, uh, really with the scars on their back uh, from trying to actually deploy autonomy, right? Get out of that pilot sandbox environment um, and into an actual live warehouse environment where you have uh, other vehicles, you have other humans, you have stuff on the ground. And so we have the ability with our remote communication software to have a human in the loop, even when you have these AMRs or autonomous forklifts uh roaming around these warehouses. So that anytime those forklifts run into any sort of edge case that the autonomy can't handle, um, you have a human that's that's monitoring, let's say, five, six, seven forklifts at once. And when there's a problem, they can remotely assist, meaning give the forklift a command, draw it a path, or even remotely drive that forklift to get it out of that situation uh whatever situation the autonomy can't deal with and then pass back control of um the the system to the autonomous forklift. Um so that's one application of our technology. <clears throat> a second application of our technology is fully remotely operated forklifts. So a one to one um one human operating one forklift at once, but they can be doing so from anywhere in the country and there's there's many benefits uh, to that, that are driving our customers to that application of our technology as well, which I think I'll cover uh, shortly here. But with that backdrop in mind, the excitement surrounding our, our ability to partner with a company like Mitsubishi Logis Next to me is, is, is a no brainer to, to Phantom and a no brainer to our customer base, right? Mitsubishi is one of the largest forklift manufacturers in the world. And many of our even pre-existing customers have Mitsubishi and unicarriers in their other brands of forklifts that they own in their fleets today, right? Mitsubishi is also a longstanding leader in manufacturing, distributing and servicing advanced vehicle technologies, right? They've really leaned in to this next frontier of going from, you know, a human manually operating these vehicles to, um, you know, a human doing the same thing from a distance or a human assisting a machine doing that exact same activity. So by combining uh, Mitsubishi's capabilities with our software expertise, we can much more rapidly scale to meet our customer demand, not only in, in 2021, but, but well beyond.
0: That's some fantastic stuff. I, I, I love getting a chance to hear that. And, and I'm curious, Brian, to hear your perspective on this. Do you anticipate that a move like this and, and continuing to scale what, what is going on with your partnership will, you know, change the future and kind of alter the landscape of operations and logistics uh, moving forward? Do you anticipate that that's something that could happen from this partnership?
2: I think it's an important uh, step because as I kind of alluded to earlier, I mean, automation in general is just a growing uh, sentiment within the uh, material handling because they're trying to address the, the labor issue and the and the ability to meet the demand that their uh, their products or their offerings trying to, to address. This is a solution that is something that can be applied and can get applied that it can handle the full spectrum of types of applications that you have, because we don't have to try to create an algorithm or advance AI enough to address how you would manage an AMR and AGV through um, the varying applications or just changes in the environment that um, a human would be able to see it, identify it, and, and address what they need to do with the vehicle at that point in time. So I think it has uh, the ability to be something that is you know. You know, road ready to to start uh, being deployed throughout uh, just about any operation that has
0: the need for moving material. And Elliot, what about you? How do you feel like this changes the uh, the landscape of operations and logistics moving forward?
1: I, I would say uh, a couple things. So first of all, for our customers that are looking to scale unmanned forklifts, this partnership enables them to to purchase Mitsubishi and Unicarriers forklifts. That have our ro- remote communication software pre-integrated, right? And we we publicly announced uh our partnership, I believe, in May of this year. And instantly our our customer base and, and some of Mitsubishi's customer base began to reach out. And so already today, we've had multiple three-way meetings with customers who want to scale up with uh Phantom-powered unicarriers. And, and that's um, exciting for us. That's exciting for our customers that there's more of a streamlined process as to how they can deploy these vehicles in their warehouses. And obviously, it's it's a great thing uh, for Mitsubishi uh, as well, right? They're gaining real estate <clears throat> in some of our customers' massive uh, forklift fleets. But in terms of how, if I'm to zoom out um you know how is this going to change the broader landscape i really think there's there's three categories so i hit on earlier uh labor accessibility um you know the, there's been a labor shortage in this space uh it's grown more acute actually as we exit the pandemic and so the ability to hire people from anywhere is a game changer in and of itself in addition to creating a bigger pool of labor, we're also able with our solution to diversify that labor pool, right? So we have customers that, you know, we we have a public customer in Geotis where uh, we've already trained multiple female remote operators. They call them digital drivers uh, to do this job, right? Currently, the status quo is that 80% plus of forklift operators uh, are male. Uh, we have customers that have, um, you know, plans for wheelchair bound folks and other people with disabilities uh, to be digital drivers, remote operators of forklifts who would have never had the opportunity uh, to to manually operate uh, a forklift. And then, as I mentioned before, there's people who are just in geographically isolated areas who don't have the opportunities uh, to work at these uh, warehouses. Um, so we're not only expanding the labor pool, we're, we're diversifying the labor pool, which is a very important aspect for a lot of our customers. So that's on the labor accessibility piece. I would say an ever present driver in this space is safety, right? Uh, one in 10 forklifts are involved in an accident each year. That can unfortunately lead, um, to, you know, serious bodily injury, even unfortunately death. And so the ability to take that forklift operator um, out of a potentially hazardous environment and put them into, you know, an office building like the one I'm sitting in right now, um, that's a major, major safety gain. And then also when we're talking about 2020 and 2021, we've been dealing with the pandemic, right? So also there's health risks to people being physically being inside these warehouses, and so again, if you can get the same output with the exact same forklifts, doing the exact same activity, but have humans um, you know, socially distanced in an office environment, even doing this from home, that's a major win on, on the health and safety side as well. And then the last piece of this, I think, that is going to be a game changer for the industry as a whole, is the the productivity and in efficiency gains that you can gain by utilizing our system. And the example I would use, you know, we, we work with very large customers that have uh, facilities all across the U.S. So say you're in the U.S. and um, you know, you have a centralized digital, digital driving center in a central location of the U.S. All of a sudden you have overflow or a surge in your warehouse in New Jersey. Instantly, on demand, you can click a button and get five, 10, 15, 20 additional remote drivers to deal with that surge or overflow in real time, right? There's no more, oh, we need to, you know, reach out to a, a temp agency or somehow bring in more bodies to get this work done. There can be a lot of lag there. It can take many hours, if not days. Um, this can happen within minutes, right? And so say those remote drivers go to help out with the overflow in New Jersey. And things normalize there, but now there's a surge in Oregon, right? You can click the same button instantly on demand, have those same remote drivers at your warehouse in Oregon dealing with uh, that surge in real time. So it's really a way uh, for the supply chain to be more resilient and for us to be able to deal with these supply chain shocks in real time and, and, and on demand. And the last thing that I'll say is that for many of our customers, what they've expressed to us is that they have somewhat of an aging workforce and the next generation that's coming up, um, you know, digital natives or people that are very much in touch with uh, technology and video games and computers don't necessarily want to do this job. And one of the reasons main reasons why they don't want to do this job is because they view it as a job that could be displaced, right? By, by essentially robots doing the same activity. But with, with our technology, when it comes to fully remotely operated forklifts, we're really flipping that because this is human centric technology. This is technology working together with a human that's already been doing this job or that is new to this job to augment their position. Um, and so it's really been a way, going back to my first point about attracting and retaining talent, it's been a really cool, you know, innovative tech forward way to attract that next generation of digital natives to do these jobs in warehouses in a way that's going to be sustainable and in a, in a fashion that's going to exist uh, for decades to come.
0: I think that's really well put. It really puts together all of the different ingredients that it takes to make a successful partnership like this. And I think the context of where we are right now in the world in 2021 really makes this uh, a really timely partnership to come together. And uh, and I think it'll be extremely successful as a result of all the different factors that you just laid out out, Elliot. And so- Guys, as we begin to wrap up this conversation today, I want to give each of you an opportunity just to close us out with any closing thoughts, anything we haven't touched on yet here on the podcast that you want to make sure we mention before we wrap things up. So, Brian, let me kick it to you first. Any closing thoughts, anything you want to leave our audience with here today?
2: No, I just think it's a it's a very strong partnership that's going to continue to grow and evolve and expand. And I I think the opportunity for customers to explore this technology and and deploy it um, could be readily uh Surprised, I think, in the sense of, you know, how, how this can uh, come into their facilities and be up and running in a matter of days. I, I think from my standpoint, uh, you know, our organization is very excited about the, the opportunity of working with Phantom. The uh, technology is, you know, pretty cool and has a cool factor about it. So uh, it has uh, some buzz going through our, our group, especially our engineers that get an opportunity to work on that. You know, and, and frankly, we do see the transition from manned vehicles eventually over to automated type vehicles in some form or fashion. So, you know, being able to work alongside with Phantom is an important, you know, aspect in our, our growth as well as we continue to explore and be innovative and address needs that the uh, the industry needs or has for, you know, labor and, and moving. Uh, I mean, Elliot brought up a great safety uh, point. I mean, that's a statistic that Pretty much happens every year, fairly consistently. So we're just looking forward to more to come and and to continue to to evolve it and address as much of uh, the customer needs as we can. I love
0: it, Elliot. Uh, final thoughts here on the podcast today.
1: Yeah, I think that uh, if 2020 and 2021 have taught us anything, it's that um, you know we can be effective uh, working remotely, and at times we have to be able to. Uh, work remotely. And for myself and for Brian and Tyler, I'm sure for you, you know, as long as we have uh, our cell phones and our computers and, and Zoom, uh, we can work from home, right? And what we are doing with our technology is making sure that people who are doing physical labor, right, forklift operators can have that same freedom, right? You can think of this as almost Zoom for the physical world, and 2020 and 2021 highlighted why it's important and how it can be done. And I think this partnership is just going to take us to the next level in terms of our customers scaling up what was already a consequence, you could say, of the pandemic pandemic was negative, but this is going to be a positive consequence to come out and see that people can actually work remotely in a safer environment, right? The warehouse Mm -hmm. is potentially hazardous. When you're working in an office building, it's a win for the employee and it's also a win for the employer. And that's what makes this human-centric technology unique. And that's what makes us very excited about our partnership Uh, and honored, quite frankly, to be partnering with uh, uh, a brand in the space like Mitsubishi Logis Next.
0: Elliot and Brian, it's been a pleasure having you guys on the podcast today here discussing uh, the amazing partnership between Phantom Auto and Mitsubishi Logis Next. Uh, It's been an absolute pleasure. Gentlemen, thank you again for joining us here on the podcast. Thank Thank you. you so much absolutely and everyone thank you for joining us for this episode of the show if you're not already subscribed to the podcast to stay up to date with the latest from phantom auto make sure you go subscribe now on apple podcasts or spotify there you can get the latest episodes go back and listen to previous episodes all of those good things and of course check out phantom auto on their website as well to learn more but for this episode for my fantastic guests i've been your host today tyler kern thanks for joining us